All right, I got my music on. I'm ready to go. <laughs> music? I got ADD. Oh, sure. I do. <laughs> oh, I believe you. I believe you. I got drugs right here. They yeah. gave them to me. Nice. Is this new? Yeah, I'm on Adderall. Oh, no. Huh. I'm definitely going to steal those next time I come to visit. Damn, you <laughs> and Diana both, you fucking junkies. <laughs> Dude, her eyes lit up like fucking plates when I mentioned that I was on Adderall. <laughs> that's, that's like the one thing Jared and I have in common. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 27th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm on Adderall. I mean, I'm Jared. (laughs) (laughs) This is Ian. On this show, we will be talking about news and politics and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg and post your thoughts or an article you'd like to uh, share with us. Or you can go to our webpage, profaneargument.com, and become a patron of the show for the low, low cost of, uh, I think the minimum is a dollar a month. You can join us on our Discord channel that we record on Tuesday nights around 9 p.m. Uh, we have a couple listeners on now. And maybe we'll be mentioning what they ask us or say during the show. So, this week on the podcast, we will be talking about Mueller and Manafort and the changes in his case. But first, uh, we've been talking about the election for since since election night, November 6th. Just never ends. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) never ends. Uh, So, the Mississippi runoff election is tonight, and Cindy Hyde-Smith versus Mike Espy. Hyde-Smith is the incumbent, and she is Republican, and she's gotten a lot more news than I'm sure she wanted recently. Well, I don't know that it doesn't uh, play to her base. (laughs) I'm sure in some cases it does. Mm. She is the Republican, and she has made several comments about, well, she's very pro-Confederacy. She's made many comments saying that uh, different things should be named after the Confederate president and saying things about uh, the fact that the the Confederacy is still alive and well. Uh, She also made, I didn't get the whole, maybe somebody else got the whole conversation, but it was something about if there were a public hanging today, she would attend. I didn't get- No, she said uh, if the guy, one of her donators, I think, Uh. she said if she ever invited me to a public hanging, I'd be in the front row. And you're in Mississippi. Who do you think they were hanging in public? I mean, I I don't understand how that can't be a racist comment. Like, extremely racist comment. Am I alone in that? Or No. I don't... <laughs> I don't understand why why a person would say that. Like, was to it, me, it doesn't make it, any sense. I, I don't know how that comment couldn't be a racist but comment. But was it meant like, it's so absurd and so awful and I like this guy so much that I would go? Oh, like, like he's such a good donor. If he were to invite me to the most awful thing I can think of off the top of my head, which is a public hanging, I would absolutely be in the front row. Right. <laughs> Except that's not how she said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she could use a better example. Right, but... I'm, not, I'm not trying to put words in her mouth is all I'm saying. 
I just here's what I just don't understand. You're in Mississippi. You're white. You're running against a black guy. What more do you need to do? Yeah. Just don't put your foot in your mouth and you should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. You really got to nail that home. I mean, like you were going to win. Right. Now, now she might. I mean, she's not. She's still going to win, but it's going to be a tougher win. And she'll be tainted when she gets to Washington. <laughs> People won't want to associate with her. Isn't she well, the incumbent? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> when she gets back to Washington. Sorry. Yeah. Sure. So right now, in uh, according to the New York Times, she is ahead by seven points, nine um, percent reporting. So there's still a whole lot to go. I'll keep an eye on it throughout the show. Meanwhile, I don't know anything about Espy except he's black and a Democrat. Like I don't know anything about anything he said. I did, I'm assuming he pulls the Democratic line. Mm. He hasn't said anything stupid, so he hasn't <laughs> been in the news. <laughs> So uh, the first thing that I wanted to talk about, this just came up on, we were watching Vice News Tonight, and there was discussion about an organization that makes t-shirts, feminist t-shirts. It's called Feminist Apparel. And apparently in 2013, this guy wrote an article that had described how he had been part of the the rape culture. Rape culture, yeah. The, the, the idea of making it okay to treat women differently. Specifically, what he cited was he had rubbed up against women uh, in public, like on the bus or at raves or whatever, and that he was part part of the problem in the rape culture. And he had woman who was asleep, he had rubbed her hand up against his dick, and like he had done different things like that. And he apparently realized that his actions that he had taken when he was 19, 20 years old were wrong, and he thought the way to help out was to create feminist apparel and to try to support the movement, which at that time wasn't the Me Too movement yet, but to support the idea of of women standing up against that sort of behavior. So he wrote this, but then I guess it wasn't really known. So he had uh, he had started the company to create the t-shirts and things. And at one point uh, it came out and it became a bigger news thing and his employees found out about it and they were they got upset and they had a conversation he said well okay i'm you know this is i don't want this to affect my business so i'm going to step aside but then instead of stepping aside he fired all of his employees um mm. because it had impacted the company and he couldn't you know afford pay for them anymore so he just he fired everyone and now i think he just runs it by himself or with one other person and so the vice story was talking to the previous employees and getting their their feedback and a couple comments that i thought were interesting was the one woman who was talking about it said that she naively thought that he should have turned the company over to the employees uh she did not like the fact that he was making so much money he was making more way more money than his employees because he owned the company but he, he was he was a person that was a problem that he had been a perpetrator of sexual misconduct and she didn't like the fact that he was making money off the people who are now victims <sighs> this is so fucking stupid this story i'm sorry <laughs> so the employees were angry because they they didn't think that that he should be making money off of victims of sexual uh, misconduct and the one statement that really caught my my attention was when she said that it was an unforgivable act mm. and i'm just kind of curious what guy? Where you guys are on this? Boy, sorry, it was a lot of story. 
So it was, and it, it was, was very confusing. So it was a l- not very, but for me, it was it was a little hard to follow because parts of it seemed so nonsensical. I thought you were, you know, misquoting what had been aired or something like that. But then I felt like you probably weren't, <laughs> and it might just be that <laughs> absurd as it sounds. So I'm kind of I'm kind of at a I don't want to say a crossroads. I, I feel very clearly <laughs> one sided about this whole thing. So. He built a company out of out of guilt. Is that what's happening? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that that's what he described. Ostensibly, yeah. yes. Okay. And he thought that this guilt company would make things better for well, they were, sexual harassment yeah, victims they, and women in general. Right. They, um, no, not just women, but um, LGBT community, anybody suppressed community. I mean, the, the t-shirts that they had were one was misogyny kills. Another one was uh, don't tell me to smile, which... Yeah. Okay. This Those seems like it's more feminist stuff feminist than it is LGBTQ. Yes, it was in general more. But right. Well, it's called feminist apparel, so I'm going to to understand yeah. that. I yeah, really every level of this is is seems ridiculous. What is really t- striking and dumb to me is that the employees are now upset because he's making money off of these victims, but they were already working at a company prior to him coming out and admitting this that was making money off the victims. Am I not wrong? And I, think- I, I would like, in addition, like to point out potential victims as well. I mean, you can somebody that buys a misogyny kills T-shirt is not necessarily a victim of sexual harassment or sexual abuse. Not all women are victims of sexual abuse. I still might wear that T-shirt, but that's a different. Not these are not just T-shirts for victims. Might what be they, my point. What they said they were upset about was that a someone who was uh, admittedly had committed sexual abuse, sexual assault in some ways, was making money off of it. Yeah, and, and just to, and was doing so without the people who were buying the the articles of clothing. They they didn't know. And just to defuse all the landmines that are out there, yeah, this guy wrote this. Um, uh, you know, b- buried his soul in 2013 when he formed the company. Yes. So th- this was years and years ago. Oh, so this it, wasn't a big reveal. Public. This was no. Oh, I'm sorry, employees. <laughs> 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 you, now, you got no leg to stand on. Now, if they had just found out about it, they have a right to be angry about it, sure, and to have a conversation, and then to come to an understanding of, gosh, that was your past. I'm glad you see the light now. Yeah, that should have been the end of it. That's a good point. Well, now, according to the the interview, my understanding was they did just find out about it. They they weren't right. aware that that was the case, but it was out there. He put it right. on on. Twitter on a blog post like it was on the internet he wasn't hiding it he just wasn't telling absolutely every person he sold a t-shirt to or all of his employees right was he supposed to remind them every day apparently (laughs) apologize every day I think would be the target what if this was like a guy who created a like a anti-racist t-shirt company and he turned out that he was a neo-nazi at one time and saw the light would they feel the same again we go back to the one statement of it's an unforgivable act. Mm. Okay, bullshit. Well, yeah, unforgivable? I mean, if you want to say that, you know, he he actually raped someone and you can never forgive him for that, okay. This guy was a 19-year-old who, like, grinded up against girls at a party. I Was that wrong? Yes. Unforgivable? Come on. Seriously. He was a douchebag. Seriously, he, might, lots of he douche might as well be a Supreme there. Court justice at that point. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every, yeah, every, now, every part of this sounds confusing and naive, and I don't, I don't, I don't even 
<laughs> where are we going with this? I'm so yeah, sad then, that I okay, heard wait, this story. Let's go back to the part where he fired all the employees. That part's kind of that? dope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they overreacted and he overreacted. He could have handled it a little bit better. I don't think he... I, I don't know what his rationale was for firing them all. Was it just an untenable situation that was not going to get better? I don't know what the backstory of it was. What was the confrontation like? Who so knows? A, a, according to the article that, that I have here, uh, it says that the staff discovered in, in June of this last year, discovered uh, the story that they confronted him. He originally in that confrontation said, well, you know, I will take a step back and look at this and see how it's going. And they apparently they got together and asked for his resignation, at which point he fired all of them without notice or severance. No, it, two weeks later, they, they he closed down the shop basically for two weeks and then sent them all an email saying, eh, we're done. <laughs> so it's just a, him and an outside right? consultant that remained. Right. That seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't yeah. all find out at once. Someone found out, told everybody else, and they said, because you did this, we get your company? Pfft, you're all fucking fired. A hundred percent of the time. Yeah, That's an absurd just notion. Just fucking yeah. quit. If you can't live with it, if you think it's an unforgivable offense, then quit. Right. Sure. Or before you hand in your resume and say, can I work here? Research the company a little bit. That's probably one of the top five things that come up on Google when you Google <laughs> feminist apparel. Was this guy's history? Yeah. <laughs> it certainly is now. Give us your company. What? You, you don't deserve to be employed if you're that naive. I will also say that uh, this guy is, it's not like he's making gobs and gobs of money. He clears about 60000 a year, according to uh, to the news report. And uh, he does, he lives with his parents. Now, the person they were interviewing, this gives you a little bit more perspective the person they were interviewing also said well he makes sixty thousand dollars and he doesn't have to pay rent <laughs> no. saving to buy a house <laughs> he's living high on the hog <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is is a overreaction bonanza it's a, i don't understand people anymore i say it a million times and this is the kind of shit that makes donald trump the president yeah yeah that you were you reaction the, the crazy left is the crazy left <laughs> mm. And that kind of – to demand the company is insane. If this – I would be totally different about this story if it was like a, they all walked out at the same time and quit on them. Yep. I would have been like, to good, make a statement. good for you guys. You stood up for something you believed in. Right. Sure. Yeah, but to demand, to demand that this guy step aside from his company because of a – post five years ago where he admitted he was wrong and apologized and has said them this is his way of trying to make up for the things he has done come right. on that i mean i'm get, not super sure i understand how making <laughs> making a t-shirt company atones for that sort of thing because it really is he is like man i used to victimize these people but now cha-ching <laughs> <laughs> I can cash in on the people that I victimized and their supporters. That totally well, makes sense. Maybe, for my maybe he thought too that he was like, at least I'm, you know, making a little money and I'm putting a good message out maybe, there. Maybe again. spreading awareness. The old spreading yeah. awareness. That's fine. I mean, listen, this is I like, like that he's an entrepreneur. I respect yeah. that. You know, this is like if someone, when they were in college, every time they went to a party, like pissed all over the person's bathroom. Sounds like something like, I would and do. All their shit. And then decided to, like, become, like, a bathroom installer because he felt bad. 
So I can't ever install a bathroom in somebody's house? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I don't think you can become a bathroom installer in a college town. And if you, oh, okay. <laughs> if, you need someone to go in, if you need someone to go in with you, I thought I was the person you were referencing in this story. Oh, my God. No, I was the mad pisser. I pissed over every, all over everybody's bathroom. <laughs> I, I peed on so many people's bathrooms on so much stuff. Like oh, yeah. everything when I was in my young drinking years, I can't think of many things that I did. Like other than people, I peed on so many things. Oh my god! Well, you know how many random bathrooms I was in? The high school, the junior high, my elementary school, random people's <laughs> apartment buildings, front yeah. doors, not, everything. Not, not in, not inside. No, on their like on their front door, on their welcome oh, mat. Oh my god! Like no, I was in their bathroom, oh, pissing all at, over their bathroom. Their, if you get invited to their party, then that's yeah, that's just that's just being a good guest. <laughs> I, I agree with Jeff. This show has taken a turn. <laughs> hey, we're just trying to make a point. Apparently, Ian and I cannot fucking install bathrooms and stay college. <laughs> hey, that did take a weird turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so I think we're all in, in, in agreement. The, the thing that I wanted to get out of this is the the idea that these acts that he described are unforgivable. Right. It makes me ill. Mm. I mean, yeah. I'm not to the point of, you know, turn the other cheek. Everything is forgivable once you say that you're sorry. You need to demonstrate that you understand what you did was wrong and make amends and et cetera, et cetera. But come on, he grinded against people. Right. Be, be, it's, it's not the end of the world. Being a perpetuator of the quote unquote rape culture and being an actual offender are two very different things. Yes. So what we're saying is that Louis C.K. can make a comeback. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sure. Eventually. Yes. Well, I, I think there is a – it's reasonable for – if he knows any of these women still that he did this to, to apologize to them. They are the only people that he he needs forgiveness for. Oh, he I seriously doubt need, he remembers anything. Probably not, no. But he could, he needs perhaps forgiveness from the from the, the people that he moderately abused, mildly abused. Not everybody cataloged every bathroom they pissed in in college. But. <laughs> Do any of them weigh on your solo? Not a Not one. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on. This was something that came up originally in the Facebook, on our Facebook page, but uh, was very interesting. Uh, again, the Satanic Temple. The Satanic Temple has f- had filed a lawsuit with Netflix for using their goat-headed statue, their Baphomet statue, in Sabrina, their new, uh, their new series. Right. And they had used it in a way that made it very evil. The witches were supposed to Sabrina, obviously a, a show about witches. Maybe it's not obvious, but there no, you go. No, but th- there's a new. The new thing is to take something very old and very wholesome and darken it up a little bit and make it for teens. They did it with uh, Archie Comics, and now they're doing it with Sabrina, the teenage witch. Sure, and apparently fairly successful, from what I understand. People like the Riverdale I hear for some reason. It's a good show. It's, people love that Riverdale show. But um, in this case, they took the and it it really it's identical. I mean, the image of the Baphomet statue it's it's so similar. It there's no oh, it's question. It's obviously a copy. Yeah. And they used it to say that it uh, that the, the witches would have to swear allegiance and they would gain dark powers if they did. And it was definitely this big evil thing. So Lucian Greaves and the Satanic Temple said that they are taking legal action regarding that show, appropriating copyrighted monument to promote their asinine Satanic Panic Fiction. 
<laughs> Which I think I think is very true. So and apparently eventually so did Netflix because they has settled. They settled for according to uh, an article that I have on uh, Yahoo Finance, they settled for fifty million dollars. No, they sued for fifty million. No, they sued for fifty oh, million dollars. Sued for okay. They they settled for an undisclosed amount. Ah, okay. that makes more. That sounds more like a settlement. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they also get mentioned in the show's credits now. Oh. Yes. So now just for my own education, are these the guys that I like or are these the idiots that worship Satan and magic? (laughs) The former. Okay. These are are the atheists that poke at people by putting Satan in front of what they do. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, I guess that's understandable if if it's painted in a bad light. You know, and you don't want it to be. You know, if they if, right. if they brought out the Torah and were <laughs> and it was all evil, looked like the ne- Necronomicon. Right, and that was their point. They, they yeah. didn't use a, a, a mosque as the headquarters of a terrorist cell. Also, you know. witches and Satan. Does anybody watch American Horror Story? Witches fight no. Satan. Come on, man. Jeez, did not know that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it all stems from the Satanic Panic stuff, where the Christians. I mean, maybe you guys weren't exposed to it in the eighties, and but. Churches oh, yeah. were very much against it. Oh, it's a satanic. They were worshiping Satan, and these kids were out, and they vandalized stuff, and they put a pentagram up, and they're worshiping Satan. And no, it just turns out they were just, they thought that they would be Wiccans for the evening, and that the pentagram has no actual satanic. It's a symbol of protection. It has no actual, it's, it is referencing witchcraft, which the Bible says is evil, so... Right, and I see, but I, that would be something you would worry about, I would think, more, because that means those kids are going to go potentially in a different direction. If they're actual Satanists, you guys are fine. Just be patient. They clearly believe the same nonsense dogma that you believe, and right. by the time they reach their early 30s, they'll be born again. Just relax. Right. <laughs> they're rebelling within the same context of your religion. You'll be fine. <laughs> We like the bad half of your nonsense. Ooh, we're rebels. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a, a interesting, an interesting result. result. Yes, for the uh, for the lawsuit. So moving onward, I have a bunch of. Oh right, I forgot about this one. I, before we get to state stuff, I wanted to to bring this up. This was also from the Facebook page. Did you hear about the missionary that got killed by the tribes people? <clears throat> I did uh, on the other side of India. I did. Yeah, I did not. Hmm? No, no. Tell me so more. there's an there's an island in uh, I I don't know between the Bay of Bengal and the Andaman Sea. It's between India and uh, Myanmar. Apparently, this island is completely off limits. It's against the law for anybody to land there. The tribes people who live there have they're completely cut off from any other people. They are their own indigenous people, and they are extremely violent. Yes. So, so back when there was uh, uh, the the big earthquake and the tsunami, they flew over the island just to check to see if they had survived, and they got a a shit ton of arrows into the bottom of their aircraft. So these people are serious about, you leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> so a missionary thought, nope, God's going to protect me. Uh, <laughs> I need to bring Jesus to these tribes people. And he bribed some fishermen to take him out on a boat and take him to this island. Hey, guess what happened? <laughs> ton of arrows. <laughs> Wait, they're not all Christians now? <laughs> yeah. They, they, did, they chose to missionary. not even try to convert. 
Oh, yeah, I did see that. I kind of glanced over it, though. I didn't know. I didn't get the full context of the story. Oh, wow. This explains a picture I saw, a, a meme where they had pictures of these guys that says the ultimate border patrol. Yes. <laughs> and I just that was like, true. I don't get it. Wow. <laughs> Everything just came into all the puzzle pieces just <laughs> fell into place. <laughs> so he, this guy didn't fare well. Uh, John Allen Chow. He was killed next to instantly. They uh, then the one article, the Christian group that he uh, that I think he came from. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but a Christian group has called for the tribe to be brought to justice for the death of the missionary. I don't know what exactly they think that means. Uh, if they want people, if they want like the uh, government to go out there and with machine guns and mow these people down, like. I, I, I don't... Brought to justice? I don't know. There was clearly a sign posted, no trespassing. He broke into yeah. someone else's house. They shot him. I think they were well within their rights. They stood their ground, man. Yeah. Mm. That's true. <laughs> Do they want to go to war with this island? <laughs> is that what it is? I, I think so. Let's I mean, sanction some of them. them. Let's sanction them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's cut them off and not give them any aid. Wait, wait, Done. wait. Hold up. Before we make any rash decisions, do they have any natural resources we can exploit? It's not a big island. Because we, so. we might just let them go if that's the case. <laughs> Anybody see what I'm laying down here? I, I, <laughs> I feel like you're trying to make some sort of parallel to journalism murder. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that puzzles me about this is, I mean, was he trying to do what he said he was trying to do? Honestly, he, in his heart of hearts. I mean, is that, does he really believe it that strongly that he was going to go to an island and seek out people whose language he does not understand and try to tell them about Christ? I have no really? reason to doubt his conviction. <sighs> but then you have to ask yourself, what is the point? Was there something wrong with these people? Did they, were they living like horrible lives? They seem to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, I, they didn't know about the Jeebus. That was... <laughs> I understand that, but there's a lot of, like, why not work on someone like us? He could have come to our house, and he could have gone home that night. (laughs) Honestly, the craziest part of it is, is since they didn't already know about Jesus, they were not going to hell. But as soon as he tells them about Jesus, and they don't follow Jesus, then they go to hell. It depends on your sect. True. But how far do you think he got on that island? About two feet. Two feet, you think, and they just straight up (laughs) murdered him? I don't know. According, they, I need to. There are a few different articles that uh, Dustin and Jeff are, are throwing around out here. And according to what Jeff said, he went to he went to the island the day before, was attacked, but escaped, and then decided, "Eh, I'll go back." Oh come on, that, that can't be true. Right. <laughs> I heard that that is in fact the case. Wow. I heard that he was buried on the beach by the islanders, so he did not make it onto the island very far. They were nice enough to bury him, though. They didn't want him stinking up their beach. It's a nice beach. They're surfing and everything. <laughs> they I don't need think to they fish. Surf. I'm sure. The whole story is just ridiculous. And yet it's what Christian missionaries did in, you know, in all over the world. This is true. I, I feel like there's a horror movie in here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure there are several horror movies that have been made about the indigenous people who kill you instantly. I spit on your mm. grave. <laughs> I think it's a different horror movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way different consequences. All right. So I'm going to move through some of the state news that we have here. Arizona, a state senator who has been mentioned on our podcast previously, <laughs> Jason Rappert, he is urging elected officials to join a new group that he has made. Arkansas. Is it Arkansas? Yeah. Man, <laughs> you are correct. It is Arkansas. 
I don't know. These abbreviations, AR, that could be several different. Anyway, uh, so Arkansas, he wants elected officials to join the new group that he made called the National Association of Christian Lawmakers. <laughs> so that they can get together and determine what is cor the correct laws to produce based on biblical teachings and uh, change legislative function across the nation. That seems to fly in the face of this one thing in the Constitution mm -hmm. that I keep hearing about every so often, about the separation of the what and the what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is fucking insane. What is going on in this country? <laughs> the Christians at the moment are ramping it up a little bit. They are emboldened. <laughs> a little. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So he They'll says- die back down. <laughs> to inspire people, he says he is the only known state legislator to actively have federal lawsuit filed directly against them by the American Atheists. He says he's been targeted by the Satanic Temple, American Humanists, the Freedom from Religion Foundation, and Planned Parenthood. One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> over the years as well. He knows what it's like to fight for, the, for what is right. And uh, he wants to ensure that other conservative Christian leaders are properly equipped to withstand the harassment tactics of the extreme left. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I think the this is on the friendly atheist. He says, they're not going after you because you're Christian. They're going after you because you constantly break the law. It's the separation of church and state, the, the, the establishment clause. You need to... to understand the law before you try and make no you don't you just have to get elected and then push your religion apparently right well i mean the, the, it's all in the new, the name of his new organization the national association of christian lawmakers the people making the laws christian laws uh, christian laws that's, yes that's the key yeah and none of these people ever play that game like well i wonder how i would feel if and then fill in the blank Right. If someone was like, hey, there's a national organization of atheist lawmakers or satanic lawmakers or Muslim. <laughs> they, they, that, they never get to that point? No. No. <sighs> Maybe that's why they support Trump so easily is because they, too, have no empathy whatsoever. They can't that is put a large the, part of it. They can't put their, themselves in other people's shoes. Is that empathy? I don't even know. Like, it's, it's, I think it, it is. It's almost like empathy for yourself, though. Hmm. Like, if I picked on somebody... And made fun of them, and then for me to go, I wonder how I would feel if that was done to me. Is that empathy? I would say that is the yes. exact definition of empathy. Really? Because yeah. it's like, but for, I thought, I mean, again, I understand what you're saying, but like, isn't empathy more, oh, that's horrible. I feel bad for that guy because he's getting picked on. That's part of it, yeah. Right. And so what is it, what is it when you put yourself in that place and you're like, oh, I wouldn't want to be picked on? That would suck. The same. You're like, that would suck <laughs> because if I were in his place, but again, are you saying that you're like, but I'm not, so fuck that guy. Right, that's what I'm saying. You could say that and be like, wow, you know, I'm going to shit all over poor people, but man, being poor probably does suck. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, Jeff, who is uh, right on top of the Google, says empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. So, so I think it applies and share. Yeah. yeah. Understanding is, is the first component of empathy. Actually, you know... Acknowledging and understanding and sharing, yeah. But yes, you're right. If you choose to then immediately disregard it, I, I'm not a hundred percent certain what that term is, but <laughs> <laughs> it's some kind of psychological disorder. 
Well, that, that's a narcissistic empath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, that really must suck for you. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to keep moving on. That's all I had in, uh, I don't know, whatever the AR state is. Arkansas. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking. Uh. So in Virginia, uh, there is a Muslim group that is challenging a jail's Christian-only God Pod. I don't know if they called it the God Pod or if other people are calling it a God Pod to make fun of it. So there's a jail, the Riverside Regional Jail in Virginia has created a different area where Christian inmates who agree to live their lives in accordance with the Bible get to live separately from the rest of the population of the jail. Whoa, no way. Yes. That, is it a privately run jail? Odds are. I would imagine. Oh, that would be the part that I'd be concerned about. Because if it's state-run jail, then lawsuit away. Hmm. So the Council on American-Islamic Relations has filed a lawsuit against the existence of this separate living area (laughs) because they're segregating inmates based upon their willingness to study the Bible. And they, the jail says, nope, absolutely anyone can join. It doesn't matter what their faith is, just as long as they follow the adherence of the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) God. They don't have to be Christians at all, just so long as they follow all the tenements of Christianity. (laughs) Exactly. That is bold. (laughs) In addition, the the jail also refuses to give Muslim inmates meals before before sunrise or after sunset, meaning during Ramadan, they either starve or can't honor their faith. So... Yeah, we can That's give Christians a whole separate section of the jail. We... And probably no meat on Fridays. Oh, likely. I, mm. Actually, if it's anything like I'd imagine, nobody can get meat on Fridays because, because of the Christians' belief. Oh, their hypocrisy knows no bounds, to yeah, quote exactly. a famous man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So I think I want to throw this in. So just as an update in Mississippi, we're up to 38% reporting. Uh, The state's very colorful now on the uh, on the map. But uh, Hydesmith is ahead by 12 percentage points. So not looking good, but still a long way to go. Uh, Moving along to a pro-life bill in Ohio. There is another bill, and again, this is probably going to be shot down. What, what's the guy's name? Ran for president, governor of Ohio? Kasich. Oh, Kasich. Kasich. Mm. If Kasich does what he has done in the past, he will veto this and it won't go anywhere. However, it's a new bill. They, they introduce like two of these a year. This one is from fertilization to birth. The fetus would count as an unborn human. So it would be included as, with the definition of person under the criminal code. So if you were oh. to have an abortion, the physician could be prosecuted and jailed for committing murder. What about the, the, the woman as well? Well, that's a little hairy, and it would kind of be just up to the judge. Nice. From fertilization? From fertilization. <laughs> You're talking like 24 hours. Wow. So the definition does not include the unintentional termination of a pregnancy. Oh, how kind of them. (laughs) What's that? Yeah. (laughs) And it also has um, 
It also has provisions for if you have to take a medication because of something else and it happens to cause a miscarriage, you can't be prosecuted under this new law. However, there are no exceptions for rape, incest, or danger to the, the mother. That's bold. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the strongest bills that's been put out for a very long time. Isn't this essentially outlawing abortion without actually outlawing it? I, I think I'm pretty sure it's outlawing abortion. Yeah, yeah. Right, but, but without having it actually written down on a piece of paper. Sure. I mean, right. yeah. Are abortions still legal? Yes. Except <laughs> in the case where there was a fertilized egg. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it just terms a, you know, a fertilized egg an unborn human. Right. <laughs> They're not quite able to make it illegal to pull out yet. Yeah. <laughs> It also means, according to uh, WOSU, uh, one of the uh, the people who the pro-choice people who work at WOSU says that if it became law, it would also mean that anyone who had a miscarriage could be criminalized if they were deemed suspicious by anyone oh investigating. <sighs> this sounds like a case for Judge Kavanaugh to look at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It does explain the, the pictures on the article of all the women dressed in Handmaid's Tale costumes. Yeah. Those are the protesters in Ohio who are no, protesting. I, would, I, would, I was going to say, I would, I would say that uh, in, a rare, in a rare twist, he, he would be one of the people who I'd be pro him looking at this case. He'd be like, yeah, you don't want to get tied down for the rest of your life with that nonsense. Get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> be quiet, Ohio. <laughs> Do you think this is their attempt to bring this to the Supreme Court? It wouldn't surprise me in any yeah, way. It doesn't say yeah. that. Now, this article is on Think Progress. I, it doesn't say that anywhere in the article, but ah, uh, yeah, yes, I was. This is all part of the, the Christian same. Blitz. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, I mean, if they keep throwing up law after law after law, the hope is that one will, you know, sneak through. But this one's not even going to get past Kasich. There's no way he'd sign off on this. I don't think. I wouldn't think so. But we will see. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, over in Mississippi, not the election. Another story in Mississippi. A judge has blocked an abortion ban. So they had passed a an abortion ban in Mississippi as a state law. It, it sought to ban abortions after 15 weeks, and a judge has said that it is uh, com- yeah that is unconstitutional. Um, so they the judge has blocked it and put out a pretty strong letter about the quote-unquote, controlling male lawmakers who gaslight the public into believing they care about a woman's health. The The statement says that the law made exceptions for medical emergencies or cases which there's a severe fetal abnormality, but no exceptions for rape or incest. And the, uh, the judge said that... Uh, they choose to not lift a finger to address the tragedies looking, lurking on the other side of the delivery room, such as high infant and maternal mortality rates. Legislation like this is closer to the old Mississippi, the Mississippi bent on controlling women and minorities. So pretty strong yep. statement by the judge. Like that one. So good good job on the judge getting rid of that. Yeah, for sure. That is all I have for the state news. The only other stuff that I have is national news about Trump and more specifically uh, the news about Manafort, which I'm assuming that uh, you guys have heard about. Who's Manafort? (laughs) (laughs) Has he been out of the news too long? You have no idea. I'm sure that's what he was saying to Robert Mueller when they were asking him questions. Who's this Paul Manafort you keep asking me about? (laughs) I've never met him. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's gotten to the point that Trump, that is, has gotten to the point that he, he just doesn't even know him. Like, it used to be his campaign manager, and then it went to, oh, well, he was involved a little bit to, I don't know who that guy was. He was only here for a couple of weeks, yeah. He didn't actually say that he didn't know him, did he? You guys are joking, right? He said he's- he played a very small part. Right. Campaign manager. As campaign manager of the whole fucking campaign. <laughs> right. So the news this week came out that Manafort has lied continuously, even since his plea deal. And there's no details about what he lied about. However, no. The Guardian has come out with uh, an article reporting that Manafort had shown up at the uh, what Ecuadorian embassy and had talked with Julian Assange during or right as he was becoming the campaign manager for Trump. Three different visits, three different days uh, that uh, they say that Manafort had met with Assange and it that happened just prior to WikiLeaks sending out information about the uh, DNC email server being hacked. And it was one interesting tidbit in the article was that they pointed out specifically the clothing that he was wearing when he showed up at the at the embassy. Well, I'm sure there's he, video. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. They're watching Assange like mad, so there's video of him. But he does you know how you only ever see him in a suit except for that one time he's in prison orange? He showed up in khakis and a golf shirt. Ooh. When he going to the embassy. So he was not in his normal attire. Now he claimed he was going there for some other business reason, right? That he needed to talk to Ecuadorians about, but decided instead of going to the American embassy, which was right where he was. I didn't hear that. Uh. Yeah, he decided to fly to uh, London instead. Oh, I hmm. thought he was completely denying it in total. No, he's definitely. He said something to the effect that he or his someone claimed he's like, no, he had business with the Ecuadorians to do blah blah blah, whatever, some hmm. bullshit. And then whoever I was listening to, was like, but. He didn't decide. He, I guess he lives in Maryland or around D.C. Yeah. And he was like, no, but he decided to fly to London instead. Go to the Ecuadorian yeah. embassy in London. Okay. <laughs> That's and then I heard, a, I heard a little bit more before we started on the news today about Roger Stone's buddy who released his emails of Roger Stone telling this guy to get in contact with Assange about, about the campaign and about getting the emails from Hillary and all this shit. I mean, it is – this is all interconnected somehow. Well, I mean, there's, there have been a couple of people that have seen some of the inside stories that have said that the truth is far larger and stranger than we anticipate, and this is just one of the pieces. I mean, the actual campaign manager, or soon-to-be campaign manager for a major political party, flew to London to talk to the head of WikiLeaks in the embassy of Ecuador. That's bonkers. I mean, really. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, it's is well this good or the- bad, though? <laughs> but Trump is still saying no collusion. No collusion whatsoever. Right. I did like the fact that Sarah Sanders, when asked about it today, when they were asked about... Uh, she was asked if uh, if Trump would tell Manafort to just start cooperating with Mueller completely. She completely avoided that question and then reiterated that the president was in no way involved in any collusion with Russia. They have mm-hmm. walked it back to... No, you know, from no one in the campaign was involved in any way to, well, Donald Trump didn't know anything. (laughs) Oh, no. She was very specific that the president was not involved. Donald Trump was 100% involved. (laughs) Right. That (laughs) is true. She did say the president. (laughs) At the time, that would have been Barack Obama. Interesting. (laughs) 
The other piece of information about this whole thing that uh, happened just yesterday, Papadopoulos actually went to jail yesterday. For 14 days. Yeah, for two weeks. Yeah. Whining the whole way. <laughs> yeah, he had filed to uh, to postpone Delay. that for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> Seriously, it's wintertime. Just get it over with. You're not missing <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. They did it after Thanksgiving, buddy. Right? <laughs> You'll be back He'll in be time for, for Christmas. Christmas. Oh, he will be back in time for Christmas. <laughs> so, I don't know what all is coming of Mueller's investigation at this point. I, I'm seriously hoping something else comes out soon. I, I'm I'm curious if the new attorney general is having an impact already, um, or if this is just going as as they had planned, or if there is a you know a a pardon been promised, so he's not telling the truth because he thinks he's going to get pardoned. Do you think he was stalling all this time? Because obviously he just recently was not answering these questions truthfully. It's from the get. That he just had it, he just kind of knew that there was going to be a new attorney general. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just keep making up shit and not telling the Maybe. truth till then. Maybe. I don't know, but we do know that uh, Trump's personal lawyers have been in contact with uh, Manafort's lawyers. So they could be passing any amount of information back and forth, planning anything. To some guy who he barely knows that he's only met yeah. once that had such a tiny <laughs> role in his campaign? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> well, he barely knows the new AG, too. So well, he's never met the guy. <laughs> never met him. Doesn't know who he is. <laughs> I find it amusing that on CNN they referred to him as a as as Trump's TV lawyer. Uh, yeah. Giuliani <laughs> was the one meeting with Manafort's lawyers. Mm. So, yeah, I guess at this point that's all I got. We can just sip and watch and see what's going to come of what they're doing. Yeah, like I said, I can't figure out if this is good or bad. I've heard a bunch of different things that this is horrible for Mueller and that this is horrible for Trump. I, I just hear two different things. Right. And me being not a lawyer or anything like that, I'm like, I don't know if this is good or bad. <laughs> I, I got to think that Mueller has a plan to um, prosecute him uh, with state charges if necessary. Because yeah. if, if we have determined anything, it's that you know Mueller is usually a step ahead of them. Yeah, and Trump made it clear that he'll pardon anybody. Right. So he was sending a message. Yeah, you got to prepare for that. Oh, please be smarter than me, Robert Mueller. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure he is. It's got to be. Not that you're smart. Not smart, but. (laughs) I don't know. I think you'd be surprised to find out the amount of stuff Robert Mueller has peed on in his younger years. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand you people sometimes. (laughs) Get some external genitalia and you'll know. (laughs) It's dope. Oh, Karen, I'm giving you just the surface. You don't even know the, <laughs> the real horrible things. Sometimes I think you people are aliens. It's just so weird. All right, a couple other Trump things. I found this amusing. Trump is uh, uh, impacting the 4-H. Ooh. I mean... Isn't that his base? He can't He can't just leave, leave the 4-H alone. Seriously. I mean, but the Trump Organization has contacted the 4-H, and they have been uh, under fire for being too nice to the LGBTQ community, youth Ooh, community oh specifically. <laughs> so the 4-H has put out statements uh, and, and included the LGBTQ community in their welcoming letters and that they're, they're, the 4-H doesn't discriminate against Race, color, age, ethnicity, religion, national origin, pregnancy, sexual orientation, gender identity, gener- 
genetic information, sex, marital status, disability, or status uh, as a U.S. veteran or any of its programs or activities. That's wow. The, the, yeah. And Good apparently they got mm-hmm. under fire for that. And the person who actually put out that statement has been fired because they uh, they decided to defend the gender identity and sexual orientation bits of that in the middle and their boss the the in iowa the iowa 4-h said yeah you're making this too much of a big deal we don't need this kind of attention and fired them wrong message buddy yeah i mean you have someone who's actually making a good stand and they lose their their position with the 4-h because of it i mean how how much do you have down. to hate the LGBTQ community in order to make this your issue as a, you know, part of the presidential administration? It's sick. What is Trump's bug up his ass about the 4-H, though? There, is he I in it? It's, it's LGBT rights at all yeah. for anybody. Yep. Anybody, so if anybody did this, he would right, be like... Who, who, anybody who would publicly come out in favor of inclusion and kindness and humanity, Trump is staunchly against it, that. What did he say, though? Like, how did he word this? Because you couldn't just word it in a way like, no, you can't be all-inclusive. That's horrible. I don't know. You have his Twitter, don't you, Karen? (laughs) Did he tweet something out that said? He he did not. Oh. I'm trying to find the exact details so I don't misquote anybody. Yeah, I was looking at the... I didn't see anything in the articles. That's why I asked. Yeah, I just have a quote from one of the people of the 4-H that says that the the latest action by the Trump-Pence administration is an unnecessarily is unnecessary and cruel attack on LGBTQ youth that seeks to destroy the community rather than to create it. Here we go. So within days of the LGBT guidance's publication, Heidi Green, then chief of staff for U.S. Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Sonny Perdue, Perdue, requested that it it be rescinded. So the chief of staff for Secretary of Agriculture. Right. because, Because it's the 4-H. Contacted the the Iowa 4-H and said, "Yeah, you have to, you have to pull that. that." What the fuck? Did, wait a minute. Okay, maybe I'm confused. Is the 4-H some kind of government program? It might be somewhat funded by. The- Is it? I thought it was something like the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts, like some kind of like farm related. But yeah, it's animal husbandry, that kind of thing. It's heartland stuff. But right. the government pays for it. I don't. Th- not solely. I don't think. I, I, so I, I see where you're going, and I don't know the answer. I don't know why the government has any authority to contact the, and mm. tell them, you know, you have to have these policies. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't know the, the how the 4-H is related to the government, but somehow it falls under the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. Okay, this makes more sense now. Organization is administered by, according to yeah. Jeff. Oh. Huh. That's too bad. Either way, this has got the stink of Mike Pence all over it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Just leave them alone. So Jesus. apparently, 4-H Canada is an independent nonprofit organization overseeing the operation of branches throughout Canada. But in the U.S., it falls under, like I said, NIFA, NIFA, the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. So it's it's I I don't understand it. I thought 4-H of all things could be you know innocuous. They could just do their thing and be 4-H. But no, if you include the gays, we got to strike you down. And giving no reason either, just saying you need to rescind this. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, it's, man. It's not the right message. It's not the, the Christian conservative message. Tell me that, there are more of us and just somehow the minority is in charge of this shit. Oh, definitely. Okay. Wait, How the fuck did we let this happen? <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't vote. Yep. Oh, God. That's the problem. The, the There are far too many liberal, just left-leaning, just moderate people that don't vote. Because they are they are enthralled by you know Facebook and Twitter and and Reddit and the, the the things that don't matter in life they don't get off their ass and go vote they don't pay attention to the news the things that are going on around them because it doesn't impact them personally they have no empathy <laughs> <laughs> and along with that I think it's interesting that the 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 last thing that that I had here about the climate change report that just came out that they dumped that on Black Friday. They put yes. it out on Black Friday because people wouldn't be paying attention. They'd be out shopping. I mean, you know, generally, statistically, more people out shopping than paying attention and watching the news. And well, they were wrong about that. It, well, yeah, kind of. But I think that it's enough, especially of their base, that just not going to pay attention to it. Yeah, but what does it matter if the base does? When they ask Trump about it, he goes, no, I don't believe that. Right. So well, what difference? What day? What The day doesn't matter at all. So, so when we were out in California, we were we went to a winery, and we were I don't know how we got into the conversation, but we got into this conversation with the guy behind the bar about climate change. And this is a man that grows grapes for a living. His life depends on the climate not changing and his grapes not dying, and he doesn't believe it. Really? And he, he lives in California. Did you? Which was this he, recently? Because if you talk to yes. him now, he might change his tune. No, it was no, three weeks ago. Wow, five, four weeks ago. Yeah. Wait, they they he, don't he, believe it. He did. <laughs> The climate change is occurring? Correct. Correct. Well, he's he says that, you know, there's an ebb and flow and it constantly changes. He has seen the data. He used to be in the Navy. He has seen the weather data and that's what it bears. That's what it says. And I mean, I just look in his face. I'm like, no argument is going to be won against this guy. So I just no. drank, drank his wine and, and we left. <laughs> oh, you didn't demand to own his business after that? Yeah. <laughs> Unforgivable. <laughs> That's but yeah, I mean, this is a man whose livelihood is going to go away at some point in the not too distant future. But it hasn't yet, Karen. And that you just answered your own question, right? But oh, you know, it could be next year or the year after. Hell, his, right. his you know his whole grove could have been burned down. It's insane. Yeah, when his orchard burns down, he'd be like, oh, maybe we should do something about this. I need me a government handout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So Dustin asks, how does being in the Navy and meteorological reports have to do with anything yeah that's a very good question but uh, I, from what from what he said he saw the reports that came in and it always if ebbed and flowed that it got hotter and then it got cooler so now that it's getting hotter it'll just turn around and get cooler again and while if you look at it on a very short-term scale that may be true if you look at a long-term scale that graph is scary quick the uh, mm. the long-term graph of of the world's overall temperature it, yeah. it has it been constantly growing since the Industrial Revolution, and in the last couple decades has skyrocketed. It's just – it's scary how much it's changed. Right. And when people need to get over the notion that weather is the same as climate, yes, you can have a blizzard. But have you noticed that there are, are more, you know, generational floods? It's a 50-year flood, except that we had one the year before last, too. It's, a, you know, a one in uh, when, once a decade hurricane, except we had one three years ago as well. I'm, oh, crap, there's another one next week. Yeah, I like the one oh. insurance commercial now that says a 500-year storm should come roughly every 500 years, except that we've had 26 in the last decade. Right. <laughs> but they're just selling insurance. They're not making a statement about climate change. Right. They're just saying yeah, you need to buy like, insurance. Uh, I feel like that 
the the part of the story that is bothering Dustin. I would have not noticed it had he not said something because I heard it and I hesitated, but I just <laughs> let it go. And I'm like, yeah, like there's some secret documents that are only handed out to like petty officers in the Navy that tell you what <laughs> climate change. I've seen the document. No, you haven't. They're not no, real. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Thank you for your service, by the way. <laughs> Boy, True. that is a bizarre claim. Maybe he was yeah. just talking about normal weather reports. <laughs> Maybe. He's like, hey, it was hot today, and yesterday it was kind of colder. <laughs> well, the 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 thing that really bothers me about it is the complete dismissal of the people who have dedicated their lives to studying this shit. I mean, there are climatologists out there. That's all they do. This is their livelihood. Yeah, but the only These way the that they get governmental the money is if they say climate change is real, so they're, you know, oh, you shit. can't trust them. Bullshit. Yeah. It is it is it's really science. Yeah. Climate change is, is again until we went over this article uh, and uh I was under the impression until about ten minutes ago that it was a globally accepted science. Like every not every last person, obviously there's one dude out in mm. California. But like <laughs> I, I feel like the climate deniers are beyond the fringe. Like their numbers are in my mind should be close to flat earthers. Yeah, they should sure. be. I don't think they it, are. It flies in Except the face of Except there's no the money in improving the earth flat. <laughs> and I just want to qualify the one thing that I said about, you know, if they get grant money to continue their, their climate. <laughs> uh, they get money to do weather studies. It doesn't matter what the studies come out as. They don't stop getting money if they report there is no, no such thing as climate change. That's their job is to report the facts. Right. So well, instead of instead of dismissing them because they get grant money, how about we dismiss the other side of the argument, which is entirely funded by the oil companies? Well, the funny thing is, is that the the oil companies, when this first started up, probably back in the seventies or the eighties, the, the a lot of the oil industries paid climatologists to do studies and tried to get them to, you know, wrangle the numbers and eventually buried the reports because they were completely damning. Yeah. The oil companies went, well, crap, this doesn't, this is not convenient at all. We're just going to close these things down and uh, bury the reports. Deny it. They couldn't, they couldn't deny. They couldn't wrangle the numbers. I don't understand people that have children that see that this is happening. How are they, why are they willing to sacrifice the future of this world for Money. Maybe the report said they'd be dead by the time we were affected by it. No empathy for the future. Hmm. It's a theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd think like once they had kids, they might change their tune. But sure. I, I, I really don't understand that. Like, we all live here. Like, <laughs> like maybe, I don't know, maybe they think they'll live in fucking bubbles. Like, <laughs> I mean, for the ones that think that, you know, the resurrection is coming in their lifetime, Okay, fine. <laughs> Maybe they think they're going to live on Mars with Elon Musk. <laughs> Maybe. All right. The very last thing I was going to mention it was the uh, migrant caravan. I don't know if we really have much to talk about, but uh, there's not any religious point to this, I don't think. It's just a, a mm. Trump thing that has been in the news a lot. I find it amusing that as soon as the election stopped, the, the you know the main election was over that uh, the caravan was no longer in the news it was no longer being mentioned by Fox News in any way what was the thing it was it was mentioned 21 times on Fox and Friends per episode on average on the week leading up to the election since the election it's been mentioned once well it's certainly back <laughs> in the news now yeah now it's back in the yeah, news because 
the the border patrol is apparently spraying tear gas on children that are in diapers because they're a threat. Mm. Pro- props to my friend Nick for making this joke because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Was <laughs> the day after Thanksgiving he gets on Discord and he goes, "My favorite part about Thanksgiving was when we sprayed tear gas on immigrants." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh. It's the continuing demonization of the other. They are the other. It's a full force invasion. Mm-hmm. According to that stupid blonde chick, I can't remember her name, the YouTuber that's now on Fox News. Laurie. Tommy Lauren? There you go. Tommy Lauren. That's, that's right. Yeah. I hate her. She hmm. still exists? Oh, She's oh, yeah. on Fox News. Oh. I thought she was still locked in some sort of litigation with that other guy who drew circles and wept a lot. No, that's <laughs> over with. Okay. Oh, and yeah, Dustin makes a good point. That at, it was a five-hour period or something like that that they closed the border, uh, mm-hmm. one of the major border crossings. And yeah, I, I just don't understand. I I mean, they saw them coming for weeks in advance. It's not like we haven't handled this sort of thing before. This has happened before. To my knowledge, none of the people trying to cross the border have committed any violent acts. Most of them are coming here asking for asylum. Yeah. Which some will be granted, some won't. Depends on their circumstances. Which, by I, the way, <laughs> is legal. Right. You, by international treaty, you uh, must accept these people and ex- and uh, allow some to stay. Listen, but what you don't know, and I quote our president: "There's Middle Eastern there." <laughs> <laughs> Just to, to so I was a bit dismissive when I mentioned Tommy Lauren, but uh, here's a here's a tweet that Jeff posted up that she tweeted uh, about the tear gassing women and children at the border she said bum rushing the border is a choice and has consequences watching the usa finally defend our borders was the highlight of my thanksgiving weekend good lord you're a (laughs) disgusting human seriously they're definitely i mean there always are but yeah there's definitely been some some shining stars throughout all this she is one of them (laughs) i wish i had made a note to reference the other guy who said it was no big deal because the pepper the pepper the pepper spray and the tear gas that they were using on the immigrants is relatively mild, no worse than something he would put on his nachos. <gasps> yeah. But we've heard that before though. That's everybody's making a big deal of it. I'm like, wasn't there one like two years ago that said the same thing? I I probably I would like to just yeah. see another panelist stand up, spray him in the eyes and be like, I'm sorry, I thought you were hungry. Yeah. You looked like you could go for some nachos. <laughs> Hand him a nacho and spray him down. <laughs> uh, apparently, that was Ron Colburn. Oh, <laughs> all right, Ron, come on. Does anybody have anything else they want to discuss? I don't know. I never know what to okay. do in this segment. I always feel like I should just leave it alone. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about Trump yelling at General Motors? Oh, right. <laughs> I completely. So let me get this straight. That. You you applied a tariff. Um, because you couldn't get your way with the Chinese, which cost GM a, mil- a billion dollars, and they um, turn around because of the billion dollar loss and close down, I don't know, was it five or six plants and laid off 14,000 people. And so now you're going to stop subsidizing them. What reaction do you think that GM is going to have? Do you think they might shut down more plants? Hmm? Yeah, he's bringing all the jobs back, except he's destroying all the jobs. <laughs> right, because he's a moron. Well, because his negotiating tactics are apparently just squeeze everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the only thing he understands. He was 
Like, closing your plants here? Did you close any in Mexico or China? You didn't? All right. I'm taking all the government money from you. And they're like, all right, we'll just close the rest of the plants here. Move right. the entire operation overseas. Oh, Trump. <laughs> just, just doesn't get it. Or does <laughs> and doesn't care. That's more likely. I'm sure he, he sold went. his stock at GM a while back, so he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That is all that I have. One final update. Uh, currently... In Mississippi, 67% of the vote, voters reporting, or the precincts reporting, and Hyde-Smith is still ahead 11 percentage points. It's 60,000 60, votes ahead out of, you know, 522,000 votes reporting total. So, yep, Mississippi is still racist. So, there you go. Yeah, I was going to say, yep. I was gonna say big who's, surprise. What's, what's the over-under <laughs> on her uh, ending with a double-digit lead? Ah. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be a pretty good, pretty I was good say, chance. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that she will. <laughs> uh, Jeff, Jeff just suggested that we all go piss on Mississippi. Mm. I'm out. I would love to piss in every bathroom and every house in Mississippi, <laughs> or on every them, I should house. say. <laughs> They're getting it all. They're getting the works. They're getting upper deckers. They're getting anything we could think of. Not describing that, you can look it up. Uh, so <laughs> Dustin did mention there's a lot it's of... It's a drinking red, game. Yeah. It's, it is. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's a lot of red counties for 11%, which is correct. But the, the, the problem is the where it's blue, you're looking at like Jackson and Hattiesburg. The cities, you're going to get a ton of votes. But in the rural areas, you don't get as many votes. So it looks... It's going to look way more red because of the concentration of people in the more likely blue areas. Although, the like, Biloxi is all red, but I was in Biloxi for a few months, and I don't doubt that in any way. <laughs> it's a very red area, if you get what I mean. They're communists? <laughs> that, that is not it. They're racist. <laughs> okay. All right, I think I'm going to wrap it up. If you, uh, yeah, that's all for this week. I want to thank uh, Dustin and Jeff for supporting the podcast and joining us tonight. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can share it on social media or leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud, or you can go to the webpage, profaneargument.com, and sign up and become a patron yourself and uh, listen to us and interact with us while we record. If you want to contact us, otherwise, you can uh, tweet at ProfaneArg or go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash ProfaneArg, and you can share what you would like there. Also, uh, please check out other shows on our podcasting network. It's called the Soon To Be Named Network, which you can find at SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com. Uh, a whole bunch of podcasts and different types of shows that you can listen to for your commute or your, any podcasting needs. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.